651 on the crosstalk on WICM. Senator Ron Johnson on the phone to talk with us from uh, from crazy D.C. about all things going on. Uh, crazy in D.C., but crazy here in Wisconsin as well. The governor just announced he will sue the legislature to try and get the courts to force them the legislature to work with him to try and get some stuff done. Senator Johnson, you suppose that would work in D.C., that one house could sue the other to try and move forward on any of the important uh, issues facing this country? Well, good morning, Michael. I guess it's a novel approach. And of course, <laughs> Democrats will do, will do anything in terms of uh, breaking precedent, uh, you know, going outside the norms. Uh, what, what they won't do is, is govern in good faith, unfortunately, and you know, too, too many, you know, basically all their programs don't, don't help build anything, just kind of destroys everything. So it's, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, we, we have a Democrats in power. In, uh, in D.C., it seems that the media has now decided that uh, the, the new Speaker of the House is of the uh, unacceptable, the wrong religion. So they are piling on his religious beliefs in an effort to uh, uh, denigrate him, downgrade him, uh, uh, in the eyes of the uh, general public, I guess. Uh, the, the first thing that that tells me is if you're not going to talk about a guy's policies, you're going to instead talk about his religion or his favorite food, then you've got nothing. you got nothing. Yeah, it's, it's the politics and journalism of personal destruction. It's pretty disgusting. I, I would urge your listeners, if you haven't done so, just go on to YouTube and listen to Speaker Johnson's uh, I'd call it the, his acceptance speech. You know the, what what he told the House after he got elected Speaker. It's just it's, it's an extraordinary speech because it's not extraordinary. It's just genuine, and it speaks to values, core values, and it talks about how he's going to govern in very just plain spoken, very common sense manner. Uh, again, so as a result, I, I think it's extraordinary in politics, and I think. Uh, as America gets to know Speaker Johnson, um, I think they're going to, again, they're going to be poisoned by nasty media. Um, but if they actually listen to what he says, I think they'll be very impressed. I hope that uh, more people will do that before they formulate a set-in-stone opinion of a guy that they m- most people just heard about, uh, heard of. Uh, in the last uh, week or so. I, I, kind of off topic, but uh, every time I get you on, I, I hear from a number of uh, liberal listeners who are uh, curious about your your uh, understanding of and stance on the, uh, the, the ghost government that's out there. There are people that believe that there are a group of elite leaders, globalists, if you will, that, that have a plan for world domination, not militarily, but uh, uh, that uh, one world government will take over, will slowly get every country uh, to a point where they need the government to have a life. And as soon as that happens, they will simply take over. And uh, and that whole saying that we're from the government and we're just here to help you will be the only option for a residence of whatever country we're talking about. Do you see the future in such a stark way? Well, what I've said in the past is there certainly is an elite group of individuals, and this is undeniable, that exert uh, far greater influence over you know, national and global politics than certainly I like to see. You take a look at George Soros, his funding of these radical left-wing groups uh, of DAs that won't prosecute crimes, destroying the inner cities of, of big Democrat-run cities. 
Uh, you take a look at Bill Gates, you know, how he sprinkles his money around and the impact he has on uh, global health policies, that type of thing. The, the World Economic Forum, you know, the, the crowd in Davos. Now, these are powerful individuals. They are the elite. And, and they, they call an awful lot of shots. You know, is it going to be one world government? You know, I think there are certainly people who have that kind of design, whether it's going to be achievable or not. Uh, I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> well, me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm giggling because a couple of my uh, lefty listeners are playing a drinking game. Every time you say Soros, they have a drink. Let's change up the topic a little bit. I know that you are working with uh, a number of organizations uh, t- uh, looking into uh, COVID-19 vaccines and uh, the adverse events that have taken place since the uh, the insistence of the first vaccine, now boosters and a whole new vaccine uh, being released to deal with the new COVID-19 uh, strain. And there are still an awful lot of people who think this is a very bad idea. Well, let me just start by the fact that when I've held public events, I've always invited the heads of the uh, federal health agencies, uh, the, the heads or representatives of the, of the pharmaceutical companies to participate. If they don't like what the doctors that uh, I've assembled to, you know, issue a second opinion, there's a good opportunity for them to uh, engage in discussion or debate. Uh, if they don't like what they're saying, if they want to refute it, they should do so. They've never done so. I mean, take a look at Peter Hotez. Uh, he has turned down an offer of $2.6 million uh, donated to his favorite charity just to sit and debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, per- personally, I think uh, you'd be better off. I'd, I'd rather see a, a debate between Peter Hotez and Dr. Peter McCulloch. I think that'd be a little more level playing field, but he won't even debate a politician, a non-doctor. So you know, that makes me immediately suspicious. But when you take a look at the Bayers, which CDC touted, before they got the emergency use authorization, you're over 36,000 deaths reported worldwide on the VAERS system associated with the COVID-19 vaccine. 24% of those deaths occur on days zero, one, or two following vaccination. Now, I realize VAERS doesn't, ca- doesn't prove causation, but man, that is a correlation you have to look at. I mean, I would say that's a safety signal screaming at people. And the, the very own V-Safe program that the CDC set up to specifically monitor uh, vaccine actions, almost 8% of people had to seek medical care after getting a vaccine. 24, 25% reported that they, they couldn't uh, maintain their daily activities because of the impact of adverse events of the vaccine. And you, we had to sue them. Aaron Siri had to sue the CDC to, re- to release those results. That's a survey of 10 million people that, that uh, signed up to be tracked based on the, on the uh, vaccine. And you had to sue the government to get the results of that safety surveillance system. So, again, they're hiding something. And when people hide things, I'm highly suspicious. But what information we ought to have out there is alarming, but it's also being censored and suppressed. Senator Ron Johnson, it is always a pleasure. We always run out of time before we run out of interest. And I appreciate you uh, joining me this morning for these few minutes. And I look forward to doing it again very soon. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at aroundrivercity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts.